Hey, Matt, how you doing? Good, Mike. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Got anything on your mind before I fire away? Um, no, just uh, yeah, I appreciate you asking. Uh, just, you know, pushing, obviously, uh, for Buffalo right now, just uh, grinding away, and we're in a Tuesday mode in our world right now. So just uh, getting ready to go. Cool. Um, despite the final result the other night, how much did that feel like a breakthrough for the passing offense, Mac? you guys and what you're doing yeah um you know that's it's that's a hard question because really the only thing that matters is you know we're just trying to win uh, and I think do whatever we can to to help um you know the team win in each and every single week so that's really what um the goal is you know that's really the only thing that's important for us is you know as a team we're trying to win um certainly you can look at the game and there's some things in there that were were good that we improved on that um, showed up which was great you know you're happy about that um you got to build on it each and every single week uh, that we're out there playing. And, and then there's things that showed up in the game that, um, you know, we got to do better and obviously, you know, um, need to execute and, and perform better. And so that we can help the team, you know, win, because that's what we're trying to do. So um, that's really, you know, that's got to be the focus. Certainly you take every single week, uh, you know, you take the what was good and what was not so good. And you try to, uh, you know, build on the good and, and improve the not so good. And, and so same process for us yesterday. Next question, Chris Ryan. Hey, Matt, how are you? Good, Chris. How are we doing? Good. Um, wanted to get your take on Buffalo's defense with Von Miller and obviously uh, without given his his injury status. What differences has he made and um, what the, does the potential of him not playing uh, mean for you guys in terms of your preparation? Yeah. Um, I mean, Vaughn Miller just in general is a, is a great player, uh, obviously hugely impactful for them in their pass rush. And um, I would say his leadership and everything else that he brings, you know, to the team. So you can see that impact right away when, uh, you know, when he's out there and I'm sure just overall uh, on their team, he's made a big difference from that standpoint. And, um, you know, he's a great player, um, obviously had a lot of uh, battles against him through the years and a lot of respect for him in, in every single way. Um, I think uh, they do a great job defensively in general of kind of using the personnel they have. And uh, I'm sure they'll, you know, be ready to, uh, you know, just keep rolling from that standpoint. Uh, they have great edge players, uh, Espinenza and, you know, Rousseau, those guys are really good on the edge anyway. So I think they'll be, they'll be fine. They have a great pressure package too, that um, they can, they can bring pressure from that situation too, if they're trying to generate any, anything from disruptive point uh, there. So uh, I think Sean and his staff, they do a great job and I think they'll, you know, just keep it going. During the broadcast, um, they didn't give much context, but they talked about Bill speaking about Ramondre in hey, Chris. Chris. the same terminology as Tom Brady and Lombardi High and in Steam. What about Matt, I'll translate. Uh, during the broadcast, uh, the broadcasters relayed um, uh, Ramondi's growth in year from year one to year two, referencing what Bill Belichick said in a production meeting about uh, his growth from year one to year two. So just comment on that. And yeah. sorry, sorry, Chris, your audio is uh, was really delayed there. So we're just going to uh, try to respond to it. Yeah, actually, the only name I heard was Ramondre. That was the only thing that came through. Um, you know, I really, he's one of the guys that has just taken a huge leap, I would say, from year one to year two. And um, really, through the course of year one, you know, I also saw that that growth in him and and uh, just the way that he's been able to uh, mature through the game, his approach to preparing for the game, taking care of his body, um, I would say, 
uh, the the mental aspect of the game of just being consistent, you know, every single down and not getting uh, too high or too low through a course of a game or course of a play and just, you know, being able to go out and do his job every single play. Uh, there's just a huge maturity there that is, uh, you know, definitely uh, evident, I think, for, you know, the way that he's been able to play so far. And, you know, the really cool part of that also is that um, now I see him uh, with the younger backs that we have um, having those conversations, I think, that maybe some of the guys had with him last year, you know, and certainly different aspects of the game the other day and, and post game. Um, you know, him just being kind of that guy that's a constant voice of like, you know, look, we got to go back to work. We got to do the right things here. And just just that wisdom, I think that he probably was, you know, given that now he's passing down. You can really see that um, that growth that has taken place. It's really it's very, very cool to see. Uh, next question, Evan Lazar, followed by Karen Grigge. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Good, Evan. How are we doing? I'm doing well. I just wanted to ask you, um, over the last couple of weeks, there's just been a little bit of a conversation amongst amongst us us folks in the media about Mac throwing the ball away, um, you know, when he's under pressure in the pocket, like whether it's, you know, just throwing it at somebody's feet or what have you. I, I guess I was just asking what's the the coaching point, you know, for you guys about, you know, trying to save the play in that respect versus just taking the sack. Yeah, um, you know, good conversation, definitely. And I think it's um, some good coaching points that we talk about all the time on maybe particular plays. Uh, not every play you're going to want to do that. You know, there's some things that, depending on the routes, maybe um, specifically in the passing game here, uh, depending on the routes that are being run, whether they're deeper patterns or shorter patterns or intermediates, uh, play actions, things like that, where some of the decision-making for the quarterback in those uh, situations where if there is pressure is going to be to get rid of the ball, you know, and, and make sure that we are able to play the next down. Uh, and not put ourselves in a in a bad situation by taking a negative play. And those are, you know, those are smart football plays at certain points in the game that we, you know, that are that are good. Um, you know, obviously we don't want to do that. We're trying to get completions and we're trying to keep the uh keep the ball moving forward. But um sometimes in those situations if we're trying to take a shot or we're trying to move the ball in a particular manner, um, and it just happens to be, you know, taken away from us, then we just got to be smart with the ball all the way across the board um, with that. And that's part of that's part of the coaching points there sometimes. Got it. And, and on a, there's a third down play late in the game on Thursday night. Um, I'm not asking you to throw him under the bus or anything, but uh, a Trent, it looked like he tried to throw a cut block or something like that. And, um, you know, ended up giving up the sack, just kind of chalked that one up to not everybody being on the same page or, you know, what, what's kind of the, the story there, I guess, from your perspective. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think um, in plays like that in, in the game, certainly um, that that may come up that, you know, obviously I just got to do a better job of, of getting making sure that everybody's, um, you know, on the same page with everything from that standpoint. Sometimes that happens in a particular technique or a particular play. We might be trying to do something to um you know, with the rush and the coverage and all of that uh, to manipulate that stuff. And, and uh, you know, it's just one of those plays, unfortunately. And, um, you know, I just got to do a better job making sure that um, those things are handled. Got it. Thank you. Yep. And two final questions. We'll go Karen Grigian and Mike Reese. Hey, Matt, how are you? Good, Karen. How you doing? Happy Thanksgiving. Same to you. Um, curious about the red zone. And, you know, obviously you, you had some time you know, prior to the Vikings game, you know, with the bye week to kind of look at that. Um, it didn't fare particularly well against the Vikings. Is there is there something that needs to be done differently, whether it's play calling, execution? You know, what do you have to do to kind of get up off the mat when it comes to the red zone? 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, it's a critical area of the field where, um, you know, we've got to go out and, and perform well in order to get, uh, you know, get the ball in the end zone. Um, it's a tough area of the field. Certainly, uh, the plays happen faster. Uh, everything happens quicker uh, from that standpoint, and everything is condensed. Um, and, and certainly, we had some opportunities the other day that um, that were good. Um, but, you know, overall, just, you know, trying to do a better job to make sure we try to get the ball in the end zone. I think, um, you know, we're, we're definitely... Uh, looking at those things from all different aspects and and certainly on a short week with Minnesota, um, you know, who's, who's a good defense and they do a lot of different things in there. We're trying to, uh, you know, get in things that we, um, you know, packages that we could understand that they were in and try to, you know, uh, be able to go after and, and, and attack. And um, they did a really good job, you know. So certainly from our standpoint, just trying to stay positive through that area is critical for us. And, and uh, you know, we've got to go out and coach it well and, and execute well in the field and, and continue to try to push through that zone to get the ball in the end zone. Was there, is there anything you can put your finger on specifically to kind of change the tide there? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's all the stuff that, you know, we've, we've talked about before and, and making sure that, um, you know, things that happen on the field um, that we eliminate those and, and, you know, certainly from like operational standpoints and penalties and, and plays like that, that take away from it and, and making sure that I do a good job of, you know, giving the players the best opportunity they can to, you know, to score in that situation too. And then we got to go out and do it on the field. So I think it's all of it kind of maybe um, different aspects of it on different plays and, and trying to eliminate those as we go through. Thanks, Matt. Yep. And last question, Mike Reese. Matt, what, what stands out to you about the challenges of the Bills defense? Yeah. Um, so the Bills are doing obviously an outstanding job here of playing fast and aggressive. Uh, their their front is very good. Their inside defensive tackles are big and strong. They do a really good job of um, both playing with technique and then also playing with really good pass rush ability too. So they they mix that up inside. Um, their edge players are obviously very good. We just talked about them. And I think their linebackers are extremely smart and instinctual. You know, they get to the ball really fast. You know, one of the great things the Bills defense does is the disguise. You know, their safeties do a phenomenal job with their disguise packages between their coverages, whether it's zone or man, split safety, middle field coverage. Um, it's really hard to tell pre-snap. You know, they'll just sit in that. They're very patient. Uh, those guys do a great job of kind of, you know, baiting the quarterback into some different looks and some different plays. And they've had a lot of negative plays because of that. They've been able to generate a lot of those disruptive defensive plays with it. Um, and just and, and they do a good job of keeping it moving. You know, they don't really sit in one thing for the entire game. They'll they'll play a lot of different coverages and, and their pressure packages complement it very well. So I think um, you know, from that aspect of it, the other thing that's unique for them right now is they're really primarily in kind of one defensive personnel. Um, but it just has multiple looks, you know, so they'll may keep a nickel group out there and um, sometimes the guys play in different positions and they may be aligned in different spots. Um, but but the structure of the defense is the same and the responsibilities are the same, um, but they just disguise it better that way. And I think that's the hardest thing right now, um, you know, offensively when we're taking a look at it to try to figure out exactly, you know, who are those guys, what positions are they in and, and what are they actually playing? You're welcome. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, Mike. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Yep. Have a great week.